for Stanley. Get me the brandy. Everybody shout. Boop, boop, boop for our home team. A new pirate generation. Everybody shout. Let's go, Pirates. Chase Utley, you are the man. Wow. Welcome, everyone, to the Keystone Connection podcast, where we are here to discuss only the most important topics in this wide world of sport that we live in. This is Vince from the Steel City. She's Pam from the City of Brotherly Love. And believe it or not, we are still married. It's East meets West. So let's get right to it. September 3rd, 2018, and we are ready to talk some Steeler football here on the Keystone Connection Podcast. As always, make sure you download the podcast on iTunes or whatever podcast application you may choose. And this is part of our special uh, return edition to the Keystone Connection Podcast, a set of special podcasts here getting you ready for all the big things that are happening in the wide world of sports. Uh, the Steeler and NFL preview is just the latest. And hopefully you've already subscribed to the podcast. Uh, and so it gets automatically downloaded to the device of your choice. Uh, so you automatically know when the next one's coming up. So we're going to get right to it here. Start talking some Steelers. Uh, before we get through to the to what our predictions are for this season we got a little bit of news we got to talk about uh the main roster cuts down to 53 men were made this past saturday at 4 p.m and i'd say probably the biggest surprise and the one that everybody's talking about the most is landry jones is not included on this roster they decided to take mason rudolph the, the third round draft pick, which I think everybody thought they were going to keep. And then Josh Dobbs, fifth round pick from last year, was kept over Landry Jones. Uh, first question I'm going to pose to you here, uh, was this the right move? Yeah, it absolutely was. It's actually, I feel like creating some uproar that people are a little surprised, but... I guess because Landry's been in the system, but he's so bad. and He is bad. And he hasn't signed with anywhere yet. I mean, yeah. I know cuts just happened, but you've seen a bunch of guys get cut and re-sign with teams, so maybe he's holding out for an injury, but the fact that he didn't quickly sign somewhere as another team's backup should be a red flag for everyone out there. Now, now assuming no other moves were going to get made here, do you think that Josh Dobbs won this job in the final preseason game? know if it was in the final preseason game I think it has to do with his being in the offense for the second straight year and looking good throughout the whole preseason and becoming more comfortable with the offense okay now now what do you think about this this is a little bit of an off the wall type idea do you think that Jones was cut um, knowing that no other team is going to draft him or going to pick him up and they've communicated that with him and they're going to trade Dobbs to somebody and then re-sign Landry Jones. No, that's an awfully big risk to take. You're, How is that a big you're, risk? Because you're banking on 31 other teams not signing the guy. You don't know that. 
I don't think so at all. Okay. Absolutely not. If they would have traded, if they, if there's a market for Josh Jobs, they would have done it immediately on Thursday after that preseason game. Okay. And then kept Landry Jones after that. All right. Well, Do you I, think that theory you just posed out? Uh, initially, I thought, you know, that they were going to try to trade Dobbs. Um don't, after that game. Don't paint but, this on me. I mean, you're the one who's like, Landry needed to go last year. Oh, yeah, year. He's When terrible. he signed that contract. He, he's you were, awful, you know. Um, so That I, sounds like you think they're going to re-sign him. I thought they were going to, even though I didn't think it was the right move. So you think what they did was the right move? Yes, I do. Okay. I do. But I, they don't always do the right move. Right. Maybe it is the right move. I don't I don't know. Um, but, I, you know, I feel good about it. You know, I will say this, Dobbs and uh, Rudolph, neither of them look that great this this preseason. They're so, so young. So so I think, you know, it's not like I'm feeling better about them playing this year than Landry Jones. I, I probably feel equally as bad. Right, but then you give these younger guys more time to, to develop and prove what they, you have in them. Landry, you know his ceiling is so low. Yeah, yeah, he, he's we, we know what we have with him. And you got a new offensive coordinator this year. So all this knowing the system stuff, you know, maybe that isn't that that important anymore. Right. I agree. So I, I think this is a whole lot to do about nothing personally. I too. Yeah. Uh, why are we debating over I'm, I'm not quarterback. quite sure. Um, but we're going to move on to something that is really important. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, he was supposed to report to practice today. I have not heard anything that's indicated that he has yet uh, in it. This seems like a big red flag here because, you know, this guy, he wants a new contract, but, you know, when it comes time to, you know, start playing, he's not doing that. Right. I agree. I agree. And the rumors were that he was going to report by Labor Day. Today's Labor Day and he's not here. Yeah. Camp's over. It's practice time. It's go time. It is. And and the thing that bothers me the most is... This guy, he has the franchise tag on him right now. He's getting paid what? How much money this year? I don't know. Probably 14, over ten 15, million dollars. Yeah, fourteen, fifteen. It's not like he was on some sort of rookie salary and he was only getting paid a half a million dollars. No, this would know? be the second year of his franchise yeah, tag. Yeah, I mean he he's getting paid a boatload of money. I understand he wants a long term contract, um, but you know the Steelers and and Bell just can't come to an agreement. Is he really gonna gonna sit out this year and make nothing? That doesn't seem like the smart thing to do. No, not yeah. at all. But I mean, at what point is he gonna return to the team too? I, I know. Now, if he doesn't, if he decides to sit out, are you concerned? No. Well, I mean, I he's very good. I don't. I don't think they should sign him super long term. Last year was one of the first years he stayed on the field the whole season, but. I I'm cons- I'd be concerned later in the year, but early in the season, I think their schedule's uh, relatively friendly towards them. So it then becomes a question: At what point does he come back, and what point do you worry about like a hamstring or one of those nagging injuries that could last a few weeks? So if you get him in now, and like a, one of those tweaks happen. Um, then you have a few weeks to recover because looking at the schedule, the second half of their schedule is just a grind, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not a it's it's not an easy schedule by any stretch. Um, you know, 
one of the big things that was said about him last year, especially early in the season, was he he wasn't in, in good enough shape. To, they couldn't to play. Leave. But in the second half of the season, you saw they ran him yeah. completely, and he never came off the field. Right. So, but are you confident? Say he doesn't come back till midweek, he won't play this week against the Browns. Are you confident with James Conner and Stephen Ridley against the Browns this week in Cleveland? Yeah, I absolutely am, Me and too. I, I'm at the point where I don't want him to come back. Really? I, I think I think he's I think he's bad for the team. Yeah, you know, he he's a very good player. There's no doubt about it, but I don't think he's critical enough to the success of this ball club uh, to deal with this kind of headache. What if him being back costs the Steelers a championship? I don't think it will. That's why I'm saying. But what if James Conner gets hurt? Then are you then, confident? Then, then, then you're talking about going, making a championship run with Stephen Ridley and Jalen Samuels. Jalen, well, I feel more confident in Jalen Samuels, the guy out NC State. I mean, it's it's not a great situation, but you know, I think that this offense is a passing offense, and and they're going to pass the ball to win games. Ben Roethlisberger is the focal point of this offense. You have a tremendous wide receiver group. And you're going to use those guys. That's what's going to win you the games uh, by scoring important points. And, you know, running the ball is great. you got to be able to do that. But I don't think he brings enough. I understand he's great in the passing game. I understand he's great in, in pass protection. But I don't think it's enough. If he's going to be a cancer in this locker room, that's a serious issue. Okay. Let's move on to our season preview then, looking at the team ahead. Who do you have on the offensive end as your breakout player on this team? I, I, I'm going to say right now it's James Washington. I don't think enough people are talking about how good this guy is. Okay, my guy, <laughs> I uh, I don't know if I can say James Conner because if yeah. Le- Le'Veon Bell doesn't come back, that's the <laughs> obvious answer. He's going to do great, especially built upon his numbers. Um What's Vance McDonald's status? Is he still nicked up a little bit? I, I think he is, but I, I expect to get, you know, he's going to play along with Jesse James and the X-Men, I think, are all, they're all going to be in that mix. I think I think if Vance McDonald can stay healthy, he's going to be the breakout player on this offensive team. Vance McDonald. I'm, yeah, I would say James Conner, um, but I, I think that's a little too obvious right now. Because everybody just knows how good he is already. Right, and if he's going to, if Le'Veon Bell doesn't come back for a few more weeks, he's going to get the the share of the the carries. It's yeah. not going to be a breakout guy. A guy to look for, especially later in the year when guys get tired, I say is Jalen Samuels, okay. the pit, their pick from NC State. Okay. I'm going Jalen Samuels, James Conner and Jalen Samuels, the two running backs. Well, what about Vance McDonald? I think he's not going to stay healthy. I think it's going to be a shame, but he's going to be nicked up. Do you think Grimble could be the breakout player then? No, I don't. Okay. Um, what about the on the defensive side of the ball? TJ Watt's going to have a monster, a monster year. Yeah. I think he's going to have the type of year where people are talking about him as defensive player of the year. So I'm going TJ Watt, like just completely running guys Holy over. Holy smokes. Yep. How many sacks? Twelve. Okay, that's not a bad number. But he's gonna yeah, that's a, that's he's a gonna good number. he's gonna cover guys two down oh, the field. Okay. He's gonna do it all. TJ Watt. Yes, he had a great year last year. He's gonna take this defense to that next level. Okay. All right. I'm on board with that. Um, and I'm gonna 
I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm I'm almost tempted to t- to to talk about this that Thomas, that that inside linebacker from Florida State, because I feel that we desperately need some speed uh, at that middle linebacker position. But I'm not sure if they're really going to use middle linebackers that much. Um, and use an extra safety. Uh, yeah, and that's why I'm thinking Edmonds, our first-round draft pick. You know, this guy, I think he really has, you know, a good understanding of this game. And he's going to be in there making all kinds of plays. You know, a you know he's a little thin, which does bother me a little bit, but he, he's got outstanding athletic ability. Okay. I think he's going to be all over the place. And, and I think people are really going to be talking about him uh, uh, towards the end of the season. I think he's going to be what Sean Davis has not turned out to be yet. Okay. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about our, our, our concerns for this team. Uh, you, could, you could probably fi- find something uh, all over the place here. But what's your biggest concern? I, don't, I think the biggest concern for me is I mean I think you have to say the defense especially the defensive backs until defensive they backs. defensive backs until they prove otherwise. Okay. There's, you know, there's talk that they're going to be better, they have more experience. They drafted Edmonds, but until they prove otherwise, I think that has to be the number one concern. I'm not as concerned about the linebackers as others may be, and I think those guys up front are going to get uh, get some good pressure. So I think my concern is those defensive backs. Okay. Um, I, I, I may say something similar here, you know, because – it, last year, the Steelers, you know, they led the league in sacks, but it didn't feel like it. Right. You know, know. It, it didn't feel like it for whatever reason. So I don't, I don't know if I just need to see more pressure. Um, you know, but I think for, that shows how bad the back end of the defense maybe was. It if does, those yeah. guys were getting sacks and pressure, and how many times were the other teams getting it, big plays? I think that's what that shows. Yeah, and I, I think you bring up a good point. And, and yeah, well, I will say this though. Joe Hayden, when Joe Hayden was healthy, I, I thought that the, that the cornerbacks at least were playing very well. Uh, but once he got hurt at the end of the season, they didn't seem to really recover from that. We need consistent cornerback play for 16 games. Yeah, and consistent safety play. That may, right. be the, the, that may be the biggest thing. It's just, I, I would say safety maybe just because, you know, in that New England game, and then the second Jacksonville game in the playoff, those guys were just lost. They, yeah. they were just absolutely yeah. lost. It was bad. Uh, you know, guys, get, you know, getting beat deep, uh, just just absolutely ridiculous. Um, so, so that's what I'm going to say. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, we got a 16-game schedule here. Uh, you know, we touched on it. It may be a little easier in the first half, uh, and then it's really going to pick up in the second yeah. half. Yeah, I'd like to talk about one specific stretch where I okay. think is just really tough. Okay, tell it's me about it. It's actually like an eight-game stretch here. <laughs> so they play at the Ravens, yeah. and that's always tough. And the Ravens are more improved, healthier this year. Um, and then they a quick turnaround, a Thursday night game against Carolina. Now, while I don't think Carolina – I definitely think they're actually – 
the third best team in their that division and they have some offensive line problems. They're still a very good team. They have an explosive offense and our defense needs to keep up with their athleticism. So that stuff. So Ravens Panthers at Jacksonville on a Sunday night. Um, nice thing is you get a little bit of a layover because you're playing Thursday night. Then you have to go to Denver. And Denver is a much improved team. They got Case Keenum, who I think's a pretty decent quarterback, much improved over them. Then they go home against San Diego, and I think San Diego is one of the best teams in the league. Then they have at Oakland, which should be an easy win there. Well, you got to travel out to the West Coast, though. I still think that's an easy win. Then you finish... Patriots and then at the Saints. So you go Baltimore, Carolina, Jacksonville, Broncos, Chargers, Oakland, Patriots, Saints. So in there, a lot of those teams are playoff teams. A lot of them. Yeah, they are. Some yeah. of those teams are going to be competing for their, the conference Jacksonville, San Diego, New England, and the Saints. So that stretch right there is just going to be brutal. That's tough. It's a tough schedule. And don't, you know, even in the first half. You know, you got the Chiefs the second See, week think, of the season. Not a bad be team. Well, they're not a bad. They're team. not bad. No. You got. You're gonna have the Falcons early and, and Baltimore. Um, but you play those games at home, and you play then those games splits at home. home versus road. Take a look at them, and it, I'm more confident in these home it, it, games. Yeah, you say that. You say that a lot on this program, and in our personal lives. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to challenge you for the next Keystone Connection podcast when we talk about the Steelers. I want you to present to me the stats from the home and away. I will. And we are going to debate them. I will. Okay. okay. All right. Um, for this year or over the course I, of five for years? Because I have them all. For whatever select sample size you would like I to I will do them this whole career if you want. <laughs> I, I, I'd be very interested to see that. Um, uh, so... You know, there are some tough ball games here. There, there's no doubt about it. But, but tell me, how many wins do you think that this team is, is going to pull out in the regular season? I think they're going to be 10 and 6. 10 and 6? Yeah, because then they're going to have... That's a, not that good. They're going to have... But I think their division isn't going to be the best. I think some of the teams are going to be improved. But I think there's going to be a lot of beaten up. I think they're going to be 10 and 6 here because I think... They lose a game, whether it be at Cleveland or at Cincinnati on the mm-hmm. road. They tend to do that. Then I think they're going to lose at Jacksonville. I think they're going to lose at Denver. They're going to lose against the Patriots. They're going to lose at the Saints. And then there's one other game in there that they may lose, too. Okay. They may lose at Baltimore, too. I suppose it's possible. So, I, I mean, I think 10-6. and six. Okay, I, I, I'm going to say that they're going to be 12 and four. Of course. What well, were they last year? 12 and four? I, I don't know. I, I don't have that information in front of me. Uh, I, I think they're going to be 12 and four. Uh, Who do you think they lose to? Jacksonville was just always tough. You know, it, you know, for the past 20 years, they've been difficult to beat. Um, and they're better than they have been in 20 years too. Maybe that's to the Steelers' advantage. I, I don't know. Um, I'd say that uh, the Saints. Could could be very could be very difficult in that uh, that um, December twenty third game at the uh, dome, at the dome. Um, and then you might have a couple other you know sneakers in there where you know they, they look like they're supposed to win and then they somehow lose and and I would say that that game against New England you know it's it's going to be an absolute 
absolute battle. Uh, it, it always is with them. Um, it, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm going to say 12 and 4. Okay, 10 and 6. Okay. Uh, now, before we get on to, you know, whatever playoff aspirations this team may have, we're going to go around the divisions here and pick who we think is going to win. Uh, we're we're going to start in the AFC, AFC East. Um, New England hasn't lost this division in what feels like forever. Um, do, do you think that's going to change? No, because the Bills may be the worst team in the league. The Dolphins <laughs> are bad, and the Jets are rebuilding with a young quarterback. I actually think New England's going to finish first, and the Jets are going to be second in that division. But it's going to be like by a seven or eight game margin. It's yeah. not even going to be close. It, this is a, by far the worst division. Oh, in football. oh it's it's terrible. Um, I, with Darnold, I think the Jets are going to be. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people here. Um, they, they, I mean, they were five and eleven last year, but they, some of their losses look good too. Yeah, so. yeah. the Bills, they just, they just look like a mess. Unfortunately, um, the Dolphins are awful. I think. Um, so yeah, New England's probably going to win. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, in, in the North, we've touched on it. You said the Steelers are going to go ten and six. Do you think that is enough? To get a playoff spot. I do. I to do. win the division. I do, yeah. I think it okay. is, and I think Baltimore may be 9-7 and seven just around where they were last year. Okay. And Cincinnati, 8-8, eight 7-9, eight, and nine, even 9-7, nine and seven, and then Cleveland at the bottom there. Okay. Well, I, I, yeah, I think the Steelers at 12-4 and four are going to run away with this division. Okay. Um, uh, the South, AFC South, uh, Jacksonville, surprise team, won it last year. Tennessee made a playoff uh, run as a wild card. And, uh, you know, you also had Houston, who, you know, maybe if uh, Deshaun Watson played the whole year, maybe they would have been in the playoffs and didn't get hurt. And then you got Andrew Luck returning for the Colts. This may be the most competitive division. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, think, I think the AFC West, which we'll get to next, will be the most competitive. But I do think this division from top to bottom is going to be a lot better than last year. I'm not buying in on the Colts yet, though, even with Andrew Locke. There's still a lot of holes there. Um, but I'm I'm still going with Jacksonville here. No, I'm going to pick the Titans. The Titans? Uh, I, I okay. am, yeah. There's just a lot of, you know, they seem like a team that's going to sneak up on people. Uh, and I think they got the uh, the offensive players to combat that Jacksonville defense. I do. Okay, so we're heading to the West yeah. now. The Chiefs won it last year. Yeah, but but they don't have Alex Smith this year. They're going with Patrick Mahomes, uh, a second year quarterback from uh, Texas Tech. Uh, I'm not gonna pick the Chiefs. I'm gonna pick the the L.A. Chargers. Me too, and I think it's. I think the Chargers are going to be like twelve and four this year. Twelve and four or eleven and five. They're going to be a great team, and I also think the Chiefs are still going to be good, and Denver's going to be a lot better. Oakland, do you, you think I think so? the worst team in the league is either going to be Oakland or Buffalo, which is a shame because we got listeners from both both those franchises. Yeah, here. well, well, yeah, I think Oakland's going to be bad. Okay, um, so and I, th- I think Denver's going to be equally as bad. Really? I, I, Denver, see, I see nothing on that team. That defense, though, they're going to turn it around. So, okay. <laughs> so, who are your two wildcard teams here? I'm going to say the Jaguars and I'll say the Chiefs sneak in there. Okay. I am going the Houston Texans. Okay. And I am going the Denver Broncos. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Okay. I'm a believer in Case Keenum here. All right. That's something to be said for that. Um, on the NFC side, NFC East, um, you know, this division was, you know, um, basically ran by the Eagles last year. They breezed through this thing. Um, a lot of changes on some of these other teams. Uh, do you think anybody's going to challenge them? No, I don't. And I don't understand the hype around the New York Giants. People are picking what? them to win the wild card. People are picking them to win the division. They were 3-13 and 13 last year. Yeah. And I know they had some injuries, and they have a new regime in there. They have Barkley. But I just, I don't see it. I really don't. I mean, yeah, maybe they weren't as bad as 3-13, and 13, but there's no way they finish... I think over eight and eight. I think the Eagles win this in a landslide. Do you again. really? Yeah, because I think the Cowboys actually are the worst team in this division. They they very well may be. Uh, well, I'll say the Giants. You know, Eli Manning. This guy looks like he's in the oh, best shape of his life. That's all I've heard. Yeah, all he off he is in tremendous uh, athletic condition. He is ready to go out there and lead this ball club. Uh, you know, he took basically took a year off last year, and now he's ready to come back. Um, I, I got high hopes for the Giants. I don't know if they're quite ready to, uh, you know, compete for the division title um, because I think their their defense isn't very good either. Right, uh, right. So I, yeah, this, we're talking one side of the ball. That other side's bad. This may be the times. this may be the worst division mm, in in yeah. the league. I think the Eagles are going to squeak this one out. Um, you know, despite some of their deficiencies. I mean, the Giants' defense last year showed flashes, but. Not enough. Okay, NFC North. I got Green Bay winning this. Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you. I, I don't. I if mean, Aaron Rodgers is is you know healthy and ready to play, which all indications is he is, uh, you know, I I just don't see how any of these teams could beat him. Okay, but I think there's some good teams in that. Division. I do too, and maybe we'll talk about them with our our wild card picks. Okay, NFC South. I got the Saints. Yes, and. I don't think Carolina or Atlanta is as good as the Saints. The Saints are fully loaded, ready to go. They, they even have a contingency plan. They brought in Teddy Bridgewater. They are they just signed Mike Gillisley because maybe they use him as a backup because um, Ingram suspended for the first four games. Yeah. So they they are locked and loaded, and the Saints are going to win. This it's a team, in my opinion, should have won the Super Bowl last year. Uh, they they lost that at that horrible ending in Minnesota, so I, I think the Saints are are going to do it. They are going to win this division. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I think no. a- Atlanta and Carolina have some good clubs there, but I just don't think they'll be able to do it. Okay, in the NFC West, I got the Rams. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, San Francisco may take a few steps forward. The shocking thing last looking at last year's record was the Cardinals were eight and eight. They're I felt got, like they, they were t- I felt like they were worse than that just because their court they had like no quarterback play. Well, Larry Fitzgerald alone probably accounts for four. And David wins. Johnson was hurt all last year. Um so I was I was shocked, but I, I still think the Rams I'm picking the Rams because of Aaron Donald. Okay, who are your two wild card teams here? Oh my goodness, it's hard to pick. Yeah, in the NFC, it's it, it, real it tough. really is. Uh, do you want me to tell you who I have? Yeah, sure, if you already know. Yeah, I do. I'm I'm going Atlanta. I think okay. Matt Ryan and company are going to bounce back. They're going to be able to score in the red zone this year. So I'm going Atlanta, and I'm going Minnesota. Um, 
I think their defense is the best in the league, really? bar none. And so I think that defense alone can carry them a little bit. And they got two great weapons in Tealian and Diggs. So I'm going... But I don't think their pieces are enough to be a fired-up, focused Aaron Rodgers in that division. So I'm going Minnesota and Atlanta. Okay, I'm I'm picking the Lions as one wild card team. What? The Lions? Yeah. I th- I don't know. What What's wrong with the Lions? Everything. I can't believe they finished what? nine and seven. Their defense is bad. They, well, they got a much improved defense. And they need a running game. They got on Johnson. What more do you need? I mean, I know they got LeGarrette Blount. I just think they have a lot of lot of pieces. I don't know if they have, like, they are ready to put it all together. Especially on the defensive side of the ball. Like, they're going to have to face Aaron Rodgers twice, you know. Yeah, it, it's not going to be easy for them. But I, I think they can do it. And I'm really debating on this other one between the Giants and... And the Seahawks. Oh, <laughs> we could not think more opposite. I, I, Eli just seems ready, but I just I I, I would go more Seahawks. I, was I, I, I am I am gonna too. go I am gonna go for the Seahawks. Uh, I think P- they're running Carroll and the running game's gonna be a lot better. It is. It is with Chris Carson. Yeah. Okay, right. so now who do you have in the AFC Championship game? Uh, I got the Steelers. Um, and then I'm going to go with the Patriots uh, in the AFC Championship game. Am I going to get thrown off my podcast for what I'm no. about to say? No. I think the Chargers versus the Patriots. Really? Yep. I hope the Steelers are in it. Dear God, I hope they're in it. But I think I, I'm just really high on the Chargers this Why year. Why is that? I just think Philip Rivers, this is like his last hurrah. They got some weapons. <laughs> Mike Williams looks really healthy. Uh, they just signed Antonio Gates. I know he's a little older, but um, I think the Chargers are going to be uh, going to make it. I... All right. Well, Who do you got on the other side? Uh, on the other side, I got uh, the, the Saints. Well, no, I, I'm... I think the Saints had their chance last year. I'm going to say it's going to be the Packers and the Rams. I, I'm going Packers-Saints. Okay. Okay, so who's your Super Bowl team? Uh, the Steelers, and I think they're going to play against... I'm going to say the Rams. You're going all in. Los they Angeles brought Rams. in a lot of pieces, and I don't know if they're all going to fit together. So Why not? I'm going... Uh, I'm going Saints... Versus the, the Saints-Packers, and I'm picking the Saints to make it to the Super Bowl. Okay. Saints versus the Patriots in the Super Bowl for me. Okay. Well, who do you think is going to win? The Saints. I do think you? it's their year. Okay, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be okay with that, but I, th- I think the Steelers are going to win. Uh, this, this... I want to know if there's ever a time where you think they're not going to win the Super Bowl. After the playoff game last year, I didn't think we had a chance. But I think we do <laughs> this year. When we lost. I think the Steelers are going to win it this year. I, I, think I hope you're it, right. It has to be. It has to be this year. If the def- if JJ, uh, uh, TJ Watt is as good as you say he's going to be, then I think this team's going to do but it. But I think that offense and Ben may take a little step back. A step here. back? So How? I, if anything, they're going to be taking a step forward. I think uh, I think the Saints the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. Be marching down Bourbon Street. It could happen. It could happen. I think that they're one of the top five teams 
in, yeah. in the league, but but I think the Steelers are just a little bit better. Okay. Yeah. Heard it here and, first. And it's going to be tough, especially if they would have to play the Rams. Can you imagine how tough that game would be? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, Steelers, Rams. That's our two predictions. No, uh, Saints. Sa- Steelers, Saints. Those are our predictions. Um, you know, I hope one of those happens. The Steelers. I, I, yeah. I, we, I hope so. Um, what if the Steelers played the Saints in the Super Bowl? Would that be the best for you? Two would, of your favorite. It would have teams? the best music for sure. Yeah, it would. Uh, so that's it. Can't re- wait for some Steeler football kicking off uh, next week against the Browns. Real quick, um, if we don't get to a an app uh, a, a regular show this week, how do you think the Steelers are going to fare against the Browns? I think it's going to be exactly like last year, where it's going to be a little close. Uh, mm-hmm. They won twenty-one to nineteen last year in Cleveland to kick off the season, um, but they're going to win. But it's going to be a little close. I, I think we're going to win, and I think we're going to win uh, probably about by, by two scores. Okay, great. I, I, I hope so. so. All right, we're ready for some Steelers football. Thank you.